So, nu låter det bra. Ah, nu låter det bra. All right, hello and welcome to Maiden A to Z, coming to you from an undisclosed basement in Stockholm. My microphone is descending as we speak. I'll fix that. That's not for the... <laughs> <laughs> It's going very well. Yeah, all right. So, uh, I'm Eric, obviously, and uh, with me is uh, the master of the Irish hello, uh, Jonathan. That's me. I'm yep. back. And we also have a special guest. Special guest, yeah. We I think I've like name-checked you once in a Christmas episode with the wrong name. So, sorry about that. Your actual name is Anton, not Adam. But then the surname surely is Brival, right? That's true. Yeah. Well, welcome, welcome to the party. Thank you. Thank you, guys. And uh, yeah, youngest guest we've had, I think. Uh, so that will be a perspective. Okay. But you're also coming in from, uh, uh, of course, just being a Maiden fan and you play in a death metal band, Catacomba. That's true. With K's. K's all across the yeah, board, exactly. right? No C's. That's a cool name. No Catacomba. C's. I'll, I'll splice in a bit here for you and some listeners that enjoy the death metal. So. I enjoy the death metal. Yeah, you do. Yeah. And uh, yeah, of course, new guest, new maiden story. Okay, so I was born in uh, 99. And I think I heard maiden the first time. Must have been like 07 or something. Uh, in Guitar Hero 3, I heard Number of the Beast. And then when I was, I was aware of maiden for a couple of years. But when I turned 11, I got a gift card from a neighbor, I think. So I went to, a, to the store that had the gift card and I bought Flight 666. Uh, and I chose between that one and like a Queen Greatest Hits album, and I so for some reason I just picked Iron Maiden because it looked cool. I think you made the right choice there. Uh, was it like a CD release or was that exactly. actually the DVD? It was CD, double okay. CD, and uh, uh, f- for all kinds of reasons, it's it's a great album to start with. I think it's like a Greatest Hits, and uh, it's one of the best sounding live albums they've ever done. I think. So. Could be the best sounding. Best sounding, Possibly, definitely. Yeah. I'd say that. Some, yeah. some versions, I think, like uh-huh. Hallowed that, yeah, yeah. and Aces High, I think those versions are incredible. For usually for me and Eric, we go in between that one and Rock in Rio as the ultimate mm. uh, Iron Maiden live yeah. release. Um, I mean, in terms of everything, I guess, playlist, the set list, and uh, the, the band's performance. I don't. I don't know if we said this on the pod or this is something we said afterwards at some point. But I still think maybe that it's not the best sounding, nor is actually the best performance or anything. But Live After Death is probably the best live album ever made. But just honestly, with more of the feeling about yeah, around I, it. I like, recall that. Yeah, right. So that was yeah. it's, it's a, a, that was, it's that a great recently. point. Yeah, very recent. It's like when you say that Peace of Mind is the greatest 
heavy metal record of all time, but it's not the greatest Iron Maiden record. Yeah, yeah. And like for, for some reason, it makes perfect sense, I yeah, think. <laughs> yeah, I think so. And not, and not everything, when you do uh, stuff you do within music, you can't quantize it right. No. So that's why you run into these, uh, uh, well, I guess you could say contradictions, contradictive points or, yeah. or, or opinions. But yeah, Born in 99 is an interesting part because uh, yesterday I found a bootleg of uh, Summer on Tour in Stockholm, 86. Oh yeah. That was yeah. early November. I calculated my age to 2.5 weeks at that gig. <laughs> and it was the first time another guest of did ours. Did you miss the gig or did you? Yeah, I did miss the gig. Yeah. Oh, or maybe I've heard it through the through the ground or something. Bummer. I was in Stockholm, but yeah, another another guest of ours, Christian Niemann, that was his mm. first gig. Ah, and then I'm great. thinking about my first gig, which was in 2000, obviously, stadium. And you maybe had an age right. around a year or so, right? Yeah, something like that. Uh, I think I sometimes you and I when we texted I, I think I said that that's the one gig that I would like give an arm to see because Entombed opened and then Slayer opened yeah, yeah. and I yeah. actually love Stockholm Stadium because I grew because I grew up quite uh, close to that stadium so. east side exactly right um, so did Eric actually oh yeah I grew we up there yeah, yeah, okay yeah, cool, cool. On the mean streets of Leidinger <laughs> yeah <laughs> very much so I think if anyone anyone who actually knows that place understands that the streets no. are not particularly uh, mean, or they used to be better than how they are now. Well, yeah. Actually, I meant Estamal when oh, I was okay. so like, even, even meaner streets. <laughs> exactly. Actually, they are meaner. Actually, to be fair, it's more crime there. Uh, until I was like nine, but no uh. one cares. So, no, it's, uh, it's cool. It's cool. the backstory. It's, it's the, the backstory. backstory. Where you're coming from, and yeah, it's just coming in that late. I guess for you, uh, maybe in similar fashion to Dan, who is a bit older, but still, yeah. uh, maybe you have some real favorites in in the millennia era, uh, or are you more of an eighties maiden? I mean, I started out a, like the 80s period, but uh, the newest album when I became a fan was Final Frontier, mm. which I don't really hold that high, but I still like have fond memories of that album, and I think some songs are really strong. So it made it made an impact, obviously, and and for some reason I was uh, uh, I was willing to like discover the millennial stuff and not just listen to Power Slave over and over again. But uh, you preferred Power Slave, or? Oh. At that time, I mean, just to uh, see, like, feel the scope of your. Well, I didn't really know the album names. Ah. I think, but uh, yeah, probably because I loved Ace High, so it had to be like that album. I think yeah, so. I think yeah. for me that was still the case, even in the beginning, beginning at two thousand. Of course, bra- loving Brave New World as the new one, and for what it is, like the paradigm shift that sure. Henrik didn't want to say but said that it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, of course, that was big. But I also recollect that listening to Best of the Beast, it was songs nice. from the eighties. That really pulled me in, so that's yeah. why I was curious. Like when you find find out about this band late, do you instantly go for the '80s hits, or do you actually stay in time with the band, or maybe a bit of both? I guess both, okay. probably. Yeah. In your case, to me, it was both. I think. Yeah. And today we're going in for. Uh, we're going into. We're going into. Uh, we're going to the '90s here. Uh, Early '90s. We're going to attempt to be succinct. That is another fancy word for not going on for an hour and a half on one song. Yeah, because uh, we're recording this 24 hours before me sending it over uh, as a finished product. Right. But so. also just in general. And Eric has a lot to do. I have a lot, a lot to do. Plate, yeah. And also just, just in general, I mean, you know, maybe. Yeah, I mean, we can't get, get keep getting longer and longer either. So I think no, it's, it's a good at some, thing. At some point, you know, like, you know, like, yeah. So anyway. Yeah, it become ridiculous. So that's yeah. why we're now heading. Speaking of art. ridiculous. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> heading, <laughs> speaking of ridiculous, we're heading for Fear of the Dark. It's yeah. actually so a good point. We're going back to that. Going back to that. Yeah, well. Tunes on this album today, mm-hmm. and is it '92? It is, right? It is. I keep forgetting if it's '91 or '92, but '92 that makes a big difference, I think, because that's the year after. It's a huge difference. It's the year after a lot of 
or the the year after maybe two or three consecutive years of great heavy rock albums uh, of new. Mm. You know, you have Metallica, Guns N' Roses, uh, Soundgarden. Well, I mean, like the year before that, you had you had, you had like I said, yeah, Metallica. But you also had a lot of like you had Nevermind came out, and there was like ten and stuff like that that sort of did change. Yeah, yeah. Like, regardless if you think about it or not, it very much changed things. A modern era was quickly approaching. You had Nine Inch Nails coming out yeah, already yeah. in the late eighties. So here, Maiden comes in '92. It's like too late for whatever they would do in yeah. a way. It's like this is the worst time ever in the history of the band for them, or like let's say worst setup yeah, yeah. for them to yeah, release exactly. an album. The year, the lineup is still changed. Uh, Bruce is sick of Steve. Steve is sick of Bruce. Like uh, it is, which we discovered when we listened to the interview clip a while back for the Fear the Dark episode. They don't. He does not sound <laughs> like he's having a good time. Exactly. Exactly. So what we're looking at is a band in kind of turmoil, and yeah. I would be. I would also be afraid of the dark if I was. If Iron I Maiden, was Rod, you know, yeah, or if I was Rod. I, th- I think that I think there's almost nothing they could have done. Afraid of the paycheck. Yeah. There you go. That would <laughs> yeah. that would that would have you know turned out. I think that they, at that point, you know, they they couldn't really do anything that would have saved the situation. I don't think. No. I think yeah. everything that happened needed to happen to get where you are today. So that also means we indeed needed this next song, which is... From Here to Eternity. Yes. The, I guess, last part of the Charlotte saga. If you even call it, it. it's just a a very thin... It's definitely not a saga, is it? (laughs) No, no, no. I mean, mean, even the fact that, that, like, I mean... Legacy. I just also, like, they're very thinly connected, aren't they? They're not really... Yeah, I mean, Hooks and You is not even connected. He's, he, no. he drops the 22 at one point. So that one is technically disincluded. Yeah, but, but Charlotte the Harlot, yeah. 22 Acacia Avenue, and this one, they all mention her by name. So Charlotte and the Beast, they were one of a kind. Yeah, uh, but that, is that it? I think it, that's it, isn't it? Right? Pretty much. Well, it, well, here's yeah. what we do, just for fun. Yeah. Should we start the lyrics this time around? Yeah, all right. Yeah, because yeah, I think it'll go pretty fast. <laughs> <laughs> let's pull out the lyrics then. The waters are not particularly deep in this particular from here to eternity shaped pond um but i'll say when we so so when we when uh, so this is the first maiden album i bought uh way back when okay and uh this was back when my you know at this point i didn't really i wasn't uh my parents were and are you know very uh religious and whatnot yeah so a song where they discuss and talk about hell Ooh, that was that was Scary stuff. Slightly dangerous at that point, which was kind of cool. Always Did you fun. buy it when it was new? Or? No, no, no. I, I bought it. I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm. So I'm born '83. So at that point, I, okay. I, I, so I got it in like '99, and I was, uh, so I'd been 15 at the time, uh, 16, I guess. And also, hell ain't even a bad place. Yeah, I mean that's, the, that's ooh. yeah. Ooh. I think Bon Scott said that at some point too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Probably, he, he did it and slightly better, but um, that'd be opt because you, you feel so, so. You feel so much the need of of maiden going ACDC in this era. So it, that, that's what they're trying to do, really. Yeah, and in this song, you have this. Uh, we're gonna go for the lyrics, but just for the setup of the song, it's the second track, so it comes in as that second rocker type thing. Yeah, and it, like, it does. Uh, yeah. it, they, Wasted years is one. Two minutes to midnight is one. Um, Holy smoke, I believe, is the second track mm-hmm. as well. So this is one of those. Stratego is that one. Stratego so. is that too. Uh, so this is really all songs that, that do this better. Second rocker track type yeah. deal, and then and again, I'm, I'm not trying to. Let me. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'll sh- I'll stop whining in a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. We'll, we'll stop right there with the music and go for the lyrics then because right. they're already up on the big screen All right, here. so, I mean, I can't read it from there, but you can. So why don't you just go ahead and just hit, hit, hit us. She fell in love with his greasy machine. So that's like a motorcycle reference. Yeah, but it's also supposed to sound vaguely sexual. Exactly, a, gre- sexual. a greasy knob. She leaned over, <laughs> wiped his kickstart clean. You know, yeah, I'm not going to have to keep explaining the double messages, the double meanings. She'd never seen the beast before, but she left there wanting more, more, more. When she was walking on down the road... She heard a sound that made her heart explode. He whispered to her to get on the back. I'll take you on a ride from here to eternity. 
So yeah, it's just a very sleazy um, yeah. meet, meeting of uh, two lovely souls, Charlotte and Eddie. Yeah, and then things, on a motorcycle, and then things happen. I think this is a Motley Crue attempt of some sort. Yeah, man, it's in the height of the, hair metal, kind yeah. of right. I mean, they're they're pretty, but they know, were too late, or maybe even the descent. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, they were too late. Like we talked about in the setup, the things happen quickly. Then yeah, and I think yeah. Guns N' Roses they released the second Use Illusion. At the same words. time, yeah, 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 yeah. But they were already established with its with this kind of sound. So yeah, and I said many times that it's so clear that Bruce felt that he was becoming inferior to Axel for some reason, and he needed to so. accelerate himself. There you go, very much fun. <laughs> yeah. No, but this, this seems like the kind of stuff, sort of like the subject matter they don't really do very well. Uh, they never have, and I, you know, they mm. thank God they don't fucking try it anymore because they, they don't really they don't really do it that. You know, they, they need to, they should be writing songs about, you know, you know, the kind of weird stuff only they write Ancient about. Ancient Mariners. Maybe. Yeah, there I was, I was about yeah. to say that. And, uh, Actual sagas. And names <laughs> that are to be hallowed by and things like that. And like, or like, like a song about, even a song about a 60s TV series we'll talk about in a bit. It feels more at home for them for me than, than less, you know, yeah. this kind of Motley Crue nonsense. It yep. feels like strip tease music. Yeah, yeah or, or, ca- or casino music. Yeah, but I mean, it, it, so that's that's it's it's it, it, there's there's nothing. When I said the waters aren't you know particularly deep here, it's almost that the pool doesn't have any water. Uh, yeah, and, I, and you know it's it's just. But again, when I was a kid hearing it the first time, I did kind of dig it. It was kind of cool and it felt dangerous. And I guess that's you know. And you know the double meaning things is that called double entendre double entendre yes yeah. very good uh, i hate that stuff like uh, we have an example i like, with, I like uh, to double your entendre <laughs> is what you could say. <laughs> we have megadeth uh, the mechanics terrible lyrics terrible lyrics yeah like, but uh, my short shack crank and pistons whip and it's just like yeah. and this is the exact same thing yeah, i like 10 idiot. years later again it's engines and sex in a stupid combo i remember there was some idiot i used to play with it like many years ago said like oh you know like i, I think the you know that the song uh motor or sorry the mechanics is a more far superior song he sings better the lyrics are better like lyrics are not better i don't think so not i mean not, not that the fucking lyrics of what it turned out to be or you know are like poetry either but it's not fucking <laughs> i really like the lyrics in the four horsemen actually like yeah, when really death good. delivers for you for sure, oh, sure. Yeah, yeah I, know. I know I mean they, they, they they've done, they've done better stuff since then yeah but also like time think, has taken yeah. its toll on you <laughs> yeah. the lines to crack your face that's pretty cool yeah. way better than pistons and dicks yeah, yeah. <laughs> getting all mixed up I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. so this uh, is clearly a, a lyric of this ilk and then yeah it also has this terrible rock cliches walking on down the road oh. you know <laughs> yeah. gentlemen start your engines <laughs> Mr. Yeah, yeah, Murray well that's probably the best line in the whole lyric yeah, yeah. Mr. Murray yeah. I like that I like that too so that, that, that way we don't have to speculate who's playing the guitar solo which just saves us a little bit of time Editor's note, I don't think he even says Mr. Murray. It sounds more like Mr. Murray. I don't know. Uh, let's listen. And there's two solos too. So I don't know. Yeah, and then then it just repeats. So we're pretty much there's nothing really to go into here. No, last point would be just discussing quickly the the message of the chorus, which I think is probably the best part of it, because at least that says something. It says yeah. that, you know, hell is probably right here. Uh, that's a common yeah. theory, 
And I kind of like that theory instead of scaring people like there's a way worse place where you might end up. It's like yeah. it's pretty bad here. Yeah. And I, that works. Especially if you're here listening to the song. <laughs> true. <laughs> At least that fits the album. That's yeah, a, but that's an true. actual interesting point, even though it's a p- pretty beaten track. But yeah. yeah. So, I mean, Mm. <laughs> it's not too long. That's uh, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yes, that's a good. That's a very good point. And also, I do like what like it does sort of serve its purpose. Uh, like in, 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 in the context of the whole album, it makes more sense than it does just listen to it on its own. Yeah. Today was the first time in many many years I've th- put it on with attention to purposely listen to that song. <laughs> I put on the whole album uh, while biking here, but okay. uh, I forgot to turn off shuffle. So it was on shuffle, and I thought, okay, sooner or later that song is going to be on. You hear the lies, 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 lies? No, I did not, but I heard The Apparition, I heard Weekend Warrior, I heard uh, Wasting Love, all songs I don't like, and then came this one. I I thought, okay, after after this trio of Uh. crap, maybe I'm going to like From Here to Turn It More. It came on pretty much last before I met you guys. And I did not like that riff in the beginning. Yeah. And then the horrible lick. But I actually like the drums. The way he comes in with the snare. That's kind of cool. That's pretty cool. I think I like that. Yeah. So I guess we can. We'll get to the music. I guess. But it's not rocket science, really. No, it's not. None of this is. Pretty cool drum sound on this album. I like it. That helps. I mean, it does sound. It sounds good. Yeah. Just what they did with said sound. True. I mean, overall, the production on this album yeah. is excellent. It's Martin Birch's last effort in his career. That's yeah. a good one. I even like the synth sounds too. Me and too. The keyboards. Yeah, I mean, there's some there's some good guitar I think tones it are good. Really fits a purpose in the latter song that yeah. we're gonna talk about. Yeah, and I mean, again, that lick that really that's probably my weakest point of this song because that's literally the first lick you do in a pentatonic scale. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. Like, it's not even about like you heard it somewhere. It's just the first thing that will happen when you put your fingers on a fretboard and you know the blues scale. That's the first lick. I've done it many times in songs. And every time I hear a song when I do that, I'm like, come on. (laughs) And I was not Maiden in the 90s then. I didn't have a a bona fide discography behind me, so I could get away with doing... (laughs) But I mean, it sucks. It's a terrible lick. (laughs) Just for fun. It's a terrible, terrible lick. Can we try to all do it at the same time? Right. One, two, three, four. I don't know what purpose that filled, but that'll be my new ringtone. Yeah, it could be like an alternative version of the song. Just just that. Like that. That'd be fun. But, um... Uh, With a swing. That'd be kind of fun. Like that. That'd be fun. I have a little clip from it too. Oh, good. <laughs> so I think we're going to hear Steve talking about it in Steve fashion. It's pretty tongue in cheek, really. It's about, I mean, it's about sort of bike stuff and all that. Um, but it's about, it's a continuing saga of Charlotte the Arlet. And we had like, the first two parts on the earlier albums. So it's like part three, really. Anyone you've met or no? Well, I can't really say. <laughs> I'm married there, aren't I? You know what I mean? So, uh, <laughs> what to say. Shot myself in it. Probably just have, actually. <laughs> And he was divorced, getting, going, getting divorced for yeah. the next album cycle, so I guess that was right. Yeah, there we go. Like, I had to sh- search a bit for that, but it was Steve's input on it, and saying a bit tongue-in-cheek, really, about bike stuff and all that. And then mm. Charlotte Arlott, yeah. and uh, yeah. how she, he obviously can't tell because he's married in it. 
Yeah, it's Very, a funny it, clip. Yeah, it's yeah, funny it's clip. But also just maybe tells of the level of seriousness with this song. It's quite low. They're just aiming yeah. for this rocker. It's also just a dumb rock song. That's fine. Yeah. That's, it, it does do that. And there's yeah. Tell you what, I think that's bang on target. And I think that's the problem that they they just they thought they could get away with just a dumb rock song. They like they. But it's too late. They analyzed the market wrong. They felt like okay, what are bands doing now? Big bands. Yeah, they're doing stupid rock songs. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna try and do one because we can do that too. Yeah. Just like those guys, and that's the wrong way to go. Like uh, it's just didn't work. Didn't work. Uh, it's maybe it's a bit fun, you know. There are to say, there to say anything good of it. There are other dumb rock songs that era that I like less than this. I'll I'll say that. Yeah, sure. I'm not even sure about that, but yeah. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. Really? Probably it is that way. Yeah, it must be. It must because be. I mean, I, yeah. I, there's there's a bit. I mean, I'm, I'm very. I mean, very. Uh, I I don't know if you guys at home can can uh, can tell, but I don't particularly like this song. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, it's also sort of got it. Just me sort of. There's stuff that's way worse than this. I'll say that. Yeah, so, I assume at least. To uh, to kind of conclude this one, what would you say, Anton? Uh, if I'm drunk, I can lean into it. But uh, well, that's what I mean. I would yeah. never. Yeah, exactly. But I would never like pref- have it in a set list. Never ever. Uh, That'd be bad. That would be one of those songs that I haven't heard them perform, and I really don't, don't wish to. <laughs> no. If you if you have it in isolation, just listen to the track and then don't mind the rest of the discography. I suppose it's fine, but oh, yeah, I mean, I but guess it's, it's uh, in comparison to Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, they're it's, different. They're it's like not that fucking good. Honestly, even in comparison to Holy Smoke, for me, I like. I that much song. prefer Holy I Smoke. I love Holy yeah. Smoke. It's yeah, a great exactly, song. I like exactly. that. But I think that if, if I was, if we were out, you know, on a, like on like our like seventh beer each of us, and there's like a band playing, and they did this song, I'd still be, I'd be excited about that. It could be fun. Yeah. If a cover band did it, it's yeah, kind no, of fun. Yeah, because yeah. that's a weird choice. Yeah, exactly. Which is cool. But I mean, also, I mean, I would also maybe like to hear them do it just because it's a song I haven't heard. Yeah, but I mean, Fair I point. suppose. So, but I, I thought about that exactly, like when Anton uh, talked now, and I thought that still no, I, <laughs> I still prefer not hearing, no. hearing it. I'd rather have the apparition almost. Ah. But no, apparition is a worse track. That's I like think. spoken word, but, but that's so bad that it's no. fun, I guess. But okay, okay. this song doesn't reason. go on the list, obviously. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna fight for this? No, no one's gonna no fight one. for this. I'm not gonna fight for this. But next up is a song. So, so what happened here is one of many examples of uh, Mr. Harris uh, sitting in front of the TV, watching stuff, or maybe a movie. You know, because this, so this is obviously the song "The Fugitive," yeah, uh, which I'm going to assume is inspired by the uh, TV series of the same name from the '60s. Um, probably not the movie because the movie came out around the same time. The movie is really okay. good. The movie is Harrison Ford, Tommy Lee Jones. Okay. I, I haven't really seen the the, the TV series, uh, but uh, it's got to be from that. I did not know about this at all. But now that I'm thinking about it. Could it be a continuation of The Prisoner? I think so. so maybe that's more it than that. So never mind. Yeah, like Ignore everything I just said. Loosely based. Loosely based. Like we talked about Flash of the Blade could be a continuation loosely on, on, sun, on Sun and Steel. Oh, well, that's true. Like very loosely, probably not but even I mean, something we like, thought about. But yeah, yeah. I, I didn't think about it just till this very second that it could have been the prisoner. I assumed it was the fugitive because the TV series is called the fugitive. It is called the fugitive, and the, the song is more about the a scene, a possible scene of a fugitive rather than anything from this film. I guess doesn't he say? Doesn't he say? Well, I don't. It, all right, so let, I'm not familiar with the film or the series. All right, so the film, I'll tell you. There is a so basically, there's a guy called Doctor Richard Kimball, and I'm going to go with the film because I've seen that. I haven't really seen the TV series. And he gets falsely accused of murdering his wife. So he's on the run. He's trying to clear his name. And there's a 
the, the, the Dr. Kimball in the movie is played by, uh, by uh, Harrison Ford. And, um, and then you have Tommy Lee Jones who plays the, the U S marshal who's chasing him. And so he's trying to find. Uh, he's trying to. He's he's during the entire process claiming that a a one he a one armed man uh, killed his uh, his wife. So he sets out to find this one armed man so he can clear his name and uh, you know all that stuff. Uh, and there's a sort of a sort of infamous scene in the movie where they're confronting each other and he's you know like, I think the Harrison Ford's character is pointing a gun at Tommy Jones's you know and he says you know I didn't kill my wife and he goes it says I don't care and that's he jumps off a thing it's very nice you should, it, it, okay. the, the movie is better than my explaining it so when, you, when is it from the movie 92 maybe let me check okay okay so obviously they weren't inspired by something that came out after the album came might have been 93 even Okay, so they were inspired to make a song about the TV series quite uh, at the same time as someone else got inspired to make a movie on it. I guess that's probably the case. I mean, like, it, would, it couldn't have been, like I said, it couldn't have been. Just, it, I think it was '93. So let's just go with that, and that means yep. that, that means they couldn't have been inspired by something that didn't come out yet, right? Unless it's the future memory of their tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> and also, like, it's more common for Steve to be inspired by '60s stuff. Yeah, so it's yeah. a Steve Harris track, isn't it, or is it Gars Harris? Uh, uh, I, we didn't mention last track that was obviously a Harry's standalone track from here to eternity uh, and I could just say that in a very recent episode I said he didn't make any short to the point songs in between Aces High and uh, Future Real but obviously from here to eternity is such song it's just that it's but you very forgot forgettable it. Yeah, <laughs> so I That's forgot why. it uh, but I like this song much more this is more fun this is still this, this, this is a cooler this, track yeah it's a cooler track there's a so yes uh, Fugitive, the Fugitive came out in 93 93. All right. So uh, let's do a bit of listening to it and go in from the music side because there's some stuff to to mention there. Yeah. And the, 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 I think lyric-wise, it's sort of, we, could, we I mean, I don't know. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. But there's. I think you pretty much explained I it. I think we did because there's not yeah. much there. It's, no. He's going to clear his name. He even sings that. Yeah, that's literally, yeah. that's what he's doing. <laughs> this is cool, though. The drum sound. And the, yeah. <laughs> yeah so I love this intro. That's sort of menacing kind of menacing quality. Menacing big. Yeah. It's almost the closest they've ever been to Senjutsu, I actually realize now. Before Senjutsu, That's very true. That I didn't think about that until yeah. just now, yeah. It has more of the tribal, big, yeah. heavy feel. Yeah. find this interesting too. A bit brooding. Then it goes back. And I like that they go back to this again. Why not? It's cool. It's cool. It's heavy. It's this is what the, the other one should have been. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't it's a very different kind of song, but I mean, this is what you... And then you get a turn of melodic language, which I like too. It could be reflecting the character's hope or something, you know. Yeah. Well, he's tired of running. He's going to go back. He wants to, you know, because... Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's a mix of emotions on this cold October morning. So. Perfect. This is a cold October evening. Yeah, that's true. So I think, yeah, the musical changes in the beginning, I think, is in his mind. Yeah. Well, as I recall, story-wise, he's initially going to flee and just, you know, escape because he, that's what he's planning on doing. And then he sort of decides, well, he should go back to get the guy who ah. killed his wife. So here he goes, you see? There you go, he's sick and tired running. Here it gets a little less cool, but it works. It works. I like this. Shug's on. Somehow, there, yes, there's, there's a certain level of cheesiness and uncoolness here, but I kind of forgive that when I know it's connected to a TV show because it makes it more... And it's connected to our mail. Yeah, they're also that, allowed that, to cheese out. They can out. cheese as much as they yeah. want. So here we go, chorus. I think the chorus is the weakest part of the song, but yeah, it's yeah, still it, not too weak. It's, I, it's I think right. it's effective, but it's it's effective, not, yeah, but it, it doesn't of, lift yeah. really. Very much. 
fugitive. As, as uh, Greg yeah. would say, he's yelling him. Uh, he's <laughs> yelling, him a, yelling him a title. <laughs> so it's it's it, like I said, it's it's it, there's 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 um, yeah, I mean, it, it, there's more going on here, and it's 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 uh. Yeah, what I enjoyed most is those shifts in, in the start, yeah. in between the tribal the tops, heavy yeah. Tom part and that little bit more hopeful part, because I see that as two sides of a, of his mission to escape. So partly the hope of actually making through, and partly the terror of you know being chased. Yeah. And, yeah, he, yeah. and he also sets the scene very nicely, I think, for the lyrics here. Like, uh-huh. cold October morning, I like when you set the scene, because... You know, it's just good for the rest of the lyrics to know sure. that it's a cold October morning. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the mist is there. It's a heavy yeah. mist and it's good for escaping, but it's also scary. Yeah. It fits the fear of the dark team, the fear of being caught yeah. as he escapes. Yeah, yeah. The whole song is like uh, well fitted on the album, I think. Definitely, I think so. definitely. More so than. No, but we already. No, we already <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to chat enough on. I'm not going to go back to that one here. And also, I think that his vocals fit kind of. Yeah. I mean, I prefer him singing something else, but. But it's but, true that the raspy thing I didn't register too much in this song. Kind of similar yeah. to uh, my favorite on No Prayer, Face Warning, that the raspiness yeah. is not coming in the way of, of the music or the singing. Well, he's not ACD singing it here. He's, he just, he's, he's not, not, not the same level that he was in the other stuff, which is very helpful because it's, it's, he doesn't do that well. It has that kind of leaning back to the 80s feeling that you feel in some stuff from the early 90s. I feel that in uh, Face Warning 2, uh, Public Enema, uh, even running silent, even though I don't really like it, all these songs have that vibe of going back a bit. He sings more with clarity, yeah, uh, and the structure is more exciting. Not yeah. so. It's, it's not rock and roll. It's not like cock rock at all. No, in this song. <laughs> and also, there's more more keyboards in in this song. Yeah, quite keyboard laden. Yeah. Yeah. So so it kind of draws back to the 80s sound, I think, a little bit at least. It does. Yeah. Not it, too it, much. It also, it, yeah. There's yeah, and there's like I said, there's um. Certain tweaks. This could be on. This could have been on an you know an earlier album. I'd say. Yeah. The you know why not? Yeah. Uh, I see that. Which is fun. Which makes it feel you know like it's kind of like coming home. Uh, in in a kind of because you know there's a lot of sort of new, unfamiliar, not particularly pleasant territory on you know the, the this, this album. This album. Yeah. yeah, and I think it's nice for people. You know, I can imagine had I listened now again when I started listening. This was the first. This is the first album I really heard because that was because of Fear the Dark, the song Fear the Dark. But if I was a big fan from before, and I would, I said this was what was you know what we had. This was the new thing. You know, I might have been a little bit concerned. It would have felt a little weird. But there's this stuff like this maybe makes it more bearable. So you get, yeah. like, it feels like you kind of recognize them as being them still. Yeah, and I remember you, Anton. You called into Maiden Podden when I heard that. This first time I heard your voice, and it was to you pulled up a couple of underrated tracks. Yeah, that's and true. I remember this was one of them. Exactly. Yeah. I I think I mentioned Infinite Dreams and uh, Sun and Steel. <clears throat> I agree yeah. with you on all three of those. They're, they're very okay. good, but um, if I did it today, I would probably change this track to something else. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, also, like it changes because Eric said before in an early episode, I don't remember which, that he wasn't particularly a fan of the fugitive. But now I feel like, like you've changed your mind a bit there. Oh yeah, I've changed my so mind. Yeah. Maybe this is one of those so- chameleon songs, you know? Yeah, that exactly. Can, one day they well, really work, and another. But I day still hold true that it's underrated in all, but but yeah. not yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, top three. Well, I mean, things things do kind of evolve. And- that's that sound of beer falling because this is we're doing as ERL as, as kids say, so we're having you know yep. just just want to, just to add the party atmosphere. There's added a bonus of beer. Exactly. Uh, no, but like as just as like you know, this thing you know things do change during the t- like. Here's this for one thing. You asked me a year ago, I'd say you know on, without a doubt, shred of doubt, my favorite Iron Maiden album is Peace of Mind. I like I did a list this morning and I did on this post on Instagram where I put 
I'd say it's Seventh Son now. Seventh Son happened, came in, yeah, and now it's Seventh Son, and that changed. Okay. That's a big change. That 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 probably wouldn't have happened if had we, had we not done, you know, been doing this pod and I've been you know deep diving in the stuff a little bit more. Yeah, it's good fun to yeah. do it. Even like Fear of the Dark, this episode coming in, I think it was Ben that told me in a in just in a chat situation that, all right, good luck with that or something. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, uh, but for me, this is a quite fun episode to do. We've had a lot of send you to discussion. So it's nice to talk about something else. Yeah. And uh, why not two two kind of weird tracks yeah. from the early '90s? I like that. And uh, this one is a weird track from the early '90s, but it's also good. It has yeah. like this yeah. one. I would I love so. if they played live. That'd be really cool. Yeah, I'd be that raving cool. about that. I think I think the the best songs, the most the most fun songs to do, are the really good ones, like like the you know the 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 absolute eternal classics, if you will, yeah. and then the ones that are the very you know the very opposite of the side. Like like one of the most fun things we ever done was uh, again we mentioned it many times. Uh, Don't look the eyes of a stranger was a really fun episode because it's such a it's you know it, it, there's so much there. Yeah, I think the the middle the middle ones are kind of harder. I think I also heard on Twitter. I think it was today or yesterday oh. that. Um, Fergal indeed likes Don't Look to the Eyes of a Stranger. And also, George from Metal Gods, Judas Priest podcast, likes it too. There are people that actually like it. It's funny because I remember that you, I think you sort of, when when Greg came on, there had been some kind of misunderstanding, I guess, because I guess I mixed up the songs. So, like, so when Greg, like, so yeah, so I heard you actually like this, you like the song. Like, no, no, I don't, not. Yeah, well. It is what it is. It is what it is. Is it better or worse than From Here to Eternity? I would say it's better than From Here to Eternity, actually. No, don't look at a stranger. Yeah, oh, yeah. Worse. I, I think I think uh, there's. Um, I think it depends. On my, I mean, right now my my I'm very focused on <laughs> shedding on from here to eternity. I guess, but I think that there's more to work with. And don't look at a stranger. Like they could make something better out of what they had there. I think from here to eternity is uh, is, uh, is, is, is is rough. It's not much in it, right? As it, we just discussed. Yeah. Like I said, the, the waters are not deep. Nope, they are not. Nope. We have a bit more music in this one. I know that Anton, you had a point on the uh, solo. I think. Too, no, right? I think. I think it's after the first solo yeah. that. So I think uh, it's Yannick that does that. There's cool uh, panning going on. So here it starts. Is this Jan? Uh, I think so. Sounds like that. Yeah. Especially this. This is very much him, yeah. So what I think it's gonna do is some kind of swelling with the volume knob, and then it pans left to right. Here. Wow, wow. That's cool. That's cool. I think it's cool. There's no leave some space. Yeah. No, but there's some one coming up right now. Yeah. Which so is a great solo. It's almost like they're just doing a backing for a while. This is nice, yeah. This is nice. This could be Dave. I think this is uh, done with a whammy bar as well. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. Dave, I think. That one. Oh, yeah, and then boogie time. This <laughs> is cool. This is, I like this. I actually like this one. A bit rat child, you know. Yeah, sure. Here we go. Okay, this is Dave. This is definitely Dave. Oh, doing shit, weird stuff there. Oh, completely out of key. Yeah. <laughs> wow. uh, that's cool. That was, that was a good one, though. I noticed two interesting things. In the Jan solo, they did a hell of weird mu- uh, modulation in there. Uh, yeah. They switched chords yeah. very strangely, and he switched accordingly in his lick, which was cool. And then I noticed in Dave's that he was almost out of key. Yeah. For like the last half of Dave's solo, he's soloing in the wrong key. Kind of cool. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know if he it's knew Dave? he did, or if he didn't know, or if he didn't care. But uh, overall, the solo part... 
cool one. And with I that rat child, and that little weird swell, yeah. where, it, where it actually sounds like there should have been another solo. They're, they're just backing. But that, that could be cool too. Yeah, but it seems I like a little... Yeah, I, I put up something more there. Because uh, Eric Arke wrote in our group recently that he felt that in Phantom of the Opera, and I told him there's another tune, I'm sure, where I know this. And now I remember it's this one, where it sounds like, okay, they just skipped out on doing a solo. Uh, but maybe not. Uh, maybe it was supposed to be that way, and that little swell, that's cool. I don't think they spent so much time in the studio during this album. No, I think If I'm going to be completely honest. Yeah. Quick affair, I think. Uh, I think so, too. I recall it taking some time, but maybe more technically, finding the right to- tones of the drums and stuff. Uh, maybe they didn't spend too much with the actual takes. I don't think so, at least, but I don't know. Yeah. I wasn't there. No, me neither. I don't remember. I think I think they, they purposely went for a bit more of a production than No Prayer. Yeah. But that yeah. could mean searching for the right sounds. That could mean mixing. could mean a lot of things. Uh, not yeah. necessarily that they spent more time tracking. Yeah. So you could be right there. Possibly. But uh, it's a very serviceable solo part for the song. Like it adds to the song and uh, a little bit cool tricks, a bit mysterious uh, yeah. in some places. Uh, How long is the song, all in all? All in all, it's less than five. It's four fifty-three. That's pretty concise. For yeah. that was a good. That's I think a, so. It 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 it, it uh, the right length. Right length, yes. But I, I do say I, I like this song more now than I did when I initially heard it, and I like it even more than I did this morning, actually. Okay. Just because just hearing it again for the first time in a while, and sort of, you know, clicking around that's and looking cool. up stuff about The Fugitive. And also, you were in an October morning. That was, that's very true. I wasn't, I've had a weird day music-wise. I'll tell you about that in a bit. It's been a w- weird mix of things. Uh, but yeah, it was, it, was an, it was a cold October morning on my way to work, listening to, the fugitive, listening to The Fugitive. Thinking about Harrison Ford not killing his wife. Yeah. I have no clue about those references, but that's one of them. you should yeah. see it. You should, you should check it out. It's right. called Jagan Swedish, which just means chased. Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Actually, a good Swedish title for that. Jagad uh, is like chased or hunted. Hunted, hunted down a game. Yeah, yeah. 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 Y- y- hunted is better than chased. Yeah. Yeah, Anton, you have more on this on this track. Like uh, maybe some reasoning by it being uh, underrated. We have we mentioned most of it, but maybe we got something. Like, like I think the solo part is good with the swelling. I like that. Yeah, like that's, those, that's really those cool. Those details. Are, because I'm a guitarist myself, so I noticed that. Yeah. Mostly, at least. And uh, the composition is cool. The intro, how it shifts. Yeah. Uh, okay, it gets a bit campy there in the hi-hat-led verse, but yeah. not overboard. Sure. Not overboard. And it I agree works. that the the chorus doesn't really lift. But it's it's like, at least it's short. Yeah. It's kind of a chorus that is it's not taking a dump on the song. It's just not no. lifting it. No, yeah. It, exactly. It, it could yeah. be more. That's just, because everything else around that's better than that is. Pretty much, but yeah, yeah still, it's an okay chorus. Well, works, shouting, a, shouting a title of a TV yeah. series, yeah. and uh, you know, with a, a type of melody at least. But it could need some. Vo- it's, it's it's a comp- composed chorus. Here, yeah. Here's a fun thing I just thought about that maybe the, the people at home can do. Uh, just if if there's any, I like I like that. I like it when made and take movies and TV series and make you know do things with them. Uh, so what other movies and TV series have they not done? But you think they they do a very good job with? So just uh, write that in the group or send it yeah. in or something, and I'll just for fun. You don't have to if you don't want to. I mean, you, don't, you don't have to do anything if you don't want to. To be fair, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm gonna get back to you on the because I wasn't there when you did the bonus episode. Oh, but yeah, I'm gonna yeah. get back to you on the Iron Maiden, James Bond 
Uh, yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, collision or whatever you want to call that. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. A, yeah, that's an interesting topic. Yeah. Cool. I know you're a bit pressed for time today, so I'm not going to open that book. Well, I was today. Say that, I say, uh, thank you. I've had the, the th- yeah. Also, first of all, thank thank you for the lovely response you gave to the you know the, the episode you weren't on, and also thank the people at home. I've got a lot of lovely comments about that. That was real fun to do. I think there'll be more coming. Yeah. More nonsense to be had because nonsense is fun. I think it, when we do these things that are very focused, it's fun to just you know goof around for a bit. Yeah, we agreed on um, in the next week's episode. Actually, we agreed that uh, useless fun is the best thing. Indeed, that's good. That is around. Good stuff. So not everything has to be super useful. Also, so, it's free. It's free. Yeah. There you go again. Yeah. So it's not like you know, you know. free useless fun. Yeah. There you go. Uh-huh. Uh, and also, there's gonna be more of that. There's gonna be. We're gonna actually. Uh, I can just say it here, I guess, because yeah, there'll be sure. a, there'll be a Halloween special coming up and uh, on Halloween. Yeah. The uh, next episode, it won't, it won't really be that much. Uh, we'll see what happens with it, but it'll be fun. I think uh, we have some fun guests lined up, and uh, that'll be a bonus thing, like like the other one. There will be a regular episode at the same time. So completely Eric produced episode. Yes. Not that I produce all the episodes. I don't. We 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 completely cooperate on that. But uh, it's I will be even more. Uh, removed from that process in that particular episode, I'll yeah. just be a guest, basically. I'll say maybe just something about producing. Just before we get onto uh, rotation stuff, I guess yeah. something really funny. Uh, there's someone who misunderstood. Uh, speaking of James Bond, uh, the last James Bond movie before the new one was called Spectre, and I heard someone had misunderstood what it's about and thought it was about him <laughs> against versus the, the the producer Phil Spectre. Oh, that'd be a very strange setup. Yeah, I don't know why they. <laughs> why why, why, why would I, you assume that? Well, I don't know because the name, I guess. Like, so, okay. a, but why, why would MI6 get involved with that? It seems like pretty open and shut. That'd be a weird, a weird thing to do. Yeah. So, if you know, who knows? Anyway, we had uh, we had another concept also with you, Anton, that we've been talking about that we should do at some point, which goes a yeah. bit close to the rotation thing. But obviously we can't do that now. It'll take some time, but we can drop the idea, and that you guys, would be. You guys could keep going after I leave if you want. Uh, yeah, I'll, I also need to be effective today. So, yeah, and yeah. also, I need to re- we need to rig this down. That but, is true. Uh, but yeah, what I wanted to just drop is that uh, it's a good idea. It's about the bands that kind of kept doing or like took the torch from Maiden in modern days, mm-hmm. like a new wave of traditional heavy metal type deal, exactly. and uh, go through some of the best there. Because I think as a Maiden fan, you rarely look forward too much for stuff that sounds like Maiden after Maiden. Exactly. Yeah, that, that's yeah, that's, 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 that's like a rare venture. For yeah. most Maiden fans, I'd I say so. That, yeah. There's some hidden gems, I think. Yeah, and yeah. on the flip side, we're gonna do the roots and inspiration with like Thin Lizzy and stuff. And Russian. But, uh, that's the, the all that. Yeah, I mean, two no, concepts that yeah, are boiling. This, this happened to be a. It's, it's unfortunate that we're it's kind of rushed on a day where we're actually doing this face to face because it'd be more fun to ha- fun to hang out more. But we'll do that again sometime, obviously. Sure. Uh, yeah, we, I, but you had some comment on that before we go for rotation. Oh yeah, I think you should uh, invite Fergal to that. Because I've I've started to listen to his podcast and he 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 interviews a lot of those. He's very into the, he's very into that scene. Yeah, like Fergal and Dan too, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Dan too. He also he also has doesn't he have a very pleasant voice. He does. He could do audiobooks. Soft, soft and nice. Yeah, I could. I, 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 he I, could uh, speak at my funeral, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I think he's. I mean, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> I'm not going to be any worse than you there. From here to eternity. He's invited. From here to eternity. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess uh, you can be a mind too if you want. Then, <laughs> yeah, I was going to do something more. Like he, like I said, I, like I said audiobook, and you went to funeral. I'm not sure, <laughs> or maybe you could just, you know, I don't know. It's a nice, soft-spoken. If voice. I have, if I ever okay. write an autobiography, I don't know why he'd read it, but he can, he can do it. The audiobook. He could read anything. I think. Yeah, he can read. He can read like a phone book. Anyway, maybe. We <laughs> 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 so, at, so, at some point, just this the is, names. Yeah, just like uh-huh. you know, like 
Yeah, some at some point this will probably. I don't know if we've already we've already crossed that that particular bridge. It seems at some point this might get weird for him to listen to <laughs> just 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 talking about him. But yeah, but uh, here you go, a slab of weirdness for you. There you go. Yeah. It's free. It's free. Yeah, that's true. And uh, yeah, we have uh, all I good guess weirdness is free. You have been listening to his voice then, Anton, but you've been listening to other stuff too. Uh, so on the rotation, what's been what's been going lately? Yeah, you've just been listening to Fergal last week. <laughs> I've listened Only. to his podcast and then I've listened to a band. I, th- I believe they're American called Unto Others. Oh, oh yeah. I listened yeah. to them too uh, last week. But it I've wasn't even Fergal that recommended Unto Others. It was, uh, I think, uh, yeah, Greg. Uh, Greg recommended okay. me too. And I've uh, loved their new album. I, I have known about them for a few years, but I haven't really gotten into them before. And it, it's been great. I think. Sounded very cool. Which song should I, should I present here? I like, it's a very corny title, but it's called Hell is for Children. It's a very good song. Children are from here to which entity? No, I'm kidding. It's a really good song, I think. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, I listen to it, but I don't know the song titles, but it's really good. That what I've heard is yeah, really good. Yeah, sure, sure. It's very good. And then I listen to a friend of mine who's doing synthwave music. Mm-hmm. He's called Plythe. And he's just starting out, so... And I can find something in there, too, I guess, to include here. You can. Cool. Any particular track? Uh, I think you should play the latest one. I can't recall the name right now, but I'll send it to you. Sure. I think you released it last week on Friday. That's cool. Last Friday. Nice. It's really cool. Yeah. And what about Eric's weird rotation? Well, so yeah, so what happened you this morning? on a weird yeah, rotation. I, I, I don't know what happened this morning, but it was, um, 
I first, for some reason, started, yeah, Metal Hammer released like a list of a countdown from like the worst to best Cradle of Filth albums, and I discovered there was like yeah. t- like like seven of them I hadn't heard, maybe not seven, but I, I picked one and listened to that for a while, and then something I saw or was reading made me somehow uh, go to, uh, I listened, started listening, and then I re-listened to a bunch of Bloodbath, which is one of my favorite bands, Swedish, Ooh, cool. Swedish Death Metal. One of my favorites, too. And then, then here's nice. where here's where it gets weird. I don't really know what happened, but I read something that made me check out um, a clip from a new a Coldplay song. So it was like Cradle of Hell, Bloodbath, and one Coldplay song. That that was my day. We're going. It's like a full platter. Yeah, very very different. You, I, I think I think the uh, yeah, and, and you know I I, I don't um, I'm not a Coldplay uh, fan really um, by any stretch of the imagination. Um, they have done some good things, I think, uh, in that sort of arena, but it's not not really my jam. But this was kind of fun, so that was, you know. And I think that uh, rather than pretend I'm too cool to listen to that, I think uh, I'm uh, obviously not too cool for anything. So I just like to. Oh, doesn't matter. No, I know, but yeah, I think I also we're old enough. But you know, like when I was a kid, uh, if if they'd been around, it'd be the typical kind of thing I would not have said I listened to. Yeah. You don't do that. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't. It, it, it wasn't even a particularly enjoyable song. To be fair, I just somehow got stuck on it. It's, it's their latest one. I don't know what's called. But um, but they're so big, so it's kind of interesting only as a music man to yeah. just go and check out what's, what's happening from, from yeah. that camp. And I, I did listen to them back in uh, in high school because yeah. I wanted to explore some type of big pop sensibility within my music mind. So I listened to Coldplay, for example, and there was also Foo Fighters and other things yeah. I don't listen to today. Jock Rock. Uh, yeah, almost. Foo Fighters, Foo Fighters <laughs> I, I still, those, yeah. those guys are, I think they have, they do, they have a little bit more to say than Coldplay. I guess, in my uh, mind. I guess Foo Fighters, Jock Rock, uh, Coldplay, maybe Jock Pop. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. Uh, but uh, yeah, I can't really stand their sound now, but obviously gave me something around that era. There oh, was yeah. around the era of X and Y, and uh, my yeah. favorite was the first album. Uh, with songs like Parachute, Spice, uh, Yellow. That was, was a good one. a few yeah. good songs yeah, on that some, one. Some yeah. good stuff there. Yeah. I wouldn't condemn it. And for my listening, I purchased two new vinyls. So or is it vinyl, actually, in plural? It is. Two new vinyl. It is. Yeah, and that was uh, a Motred release, which is a bit of an odd one. We Are Motred from, okay. I think, 2000 or 2001, uh, which has a really cool ballad called uh, One More Fucking Time on it, and a really, really cool, strange, kind of almost doomy track called... Um, Wake the Dead with like a, a soft double bass from Mickey D that is awesome cool, it's cool. like a soft part of the song with like a gentle guitar and a bit of a bass solo and he's doing double kick underneath and it's not taking over it's just breezing like he's great So that one and also uh, Morbid Angel, Blessed Are the Sick. Uh, oh, I, I listened to yeah. them the other day. Amazing. 
purchased the new release for, because I've noticed, I think it's Eric. Yeah. yeah. And I've noticed that their new vinyl sounds great, uh, like the FDR yeah. stuff, full dynamic range, uh, kind of unmastered. I think if they you will, were you know. signed to Eric back then, but then they were signed to Atlantic for a while. Probably, yeah. For yeah. domination. But or that's just a crazy album. It's just yeah, it's demented. Awesome. It's just so sick and weird and so, twisted. and It's really twisted. Yeah, it gives you a lot as a listener as soon yeah, as you get into it's it. It's a lot of content. I don't know which songs I would say. The title track, Blessed the Sick, Leading the Rats. Cool Leading one. The Rats. Uh, all from Grace. All from Grace. Uh, oh, there's another one that I should Acoustic track called Desolate Ways. Desolate Ways. It leads into Ancient Gods. Ancient Ones, I think Ancient it's Ones, even, oh, yeah. so it's Lovecraft, which is also a great track. Yeah, uh, the uh, Ancient Ones. Yeah, but it's very morbid angel to just yeah, discuss I, Ancient Ones. Yeah, that's cool. I saw them live many, 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 many years ago, and I don't remember much. I have seen them live, I think, three times. I got uh, but uh, not a favorite live band. And then I would say I'd rather see Bloodbath, even like they're better. Oh, I'd love to see Bloodbath. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen Bloodbath once. Yeah. Was, that, was that with the uh, which which singer at that point? Uh, Nick Holmes. All right, yeah, I've seen them two times uh, both with Mike so that was first okay. time they ever played live I saw them on Wacken Open Air that's cool uh, that was really cool I was super hyped and I got to see Suffocation on that same Oof, bill and also great. Morbid Angel with David Vincent so cool that was a good bill and a good time there yeah uh, I think I, uh, I went to Wacken five or six times and uh, I'm not sure I would do it today but those days it was just like a gold mine everything you wanted to see yeah. Yeah, yeah, Iron yeah. Maiden was on there doing the Flight 666 thing oh, cool. oh yeah yeah and uh, that was maybe even the same festival so Okay. A lot of good memories from there, and uh, yeah, that's the two albums I've been playing back lately. Cool. Uh, and I realized we forgot one detail, uh-huh. which is not really, maybe too necessary to lift, but The Fugitive, is it on the list? No. Uh, no, I don't think so, no. honestly. No. Yeah, that's what I expected. Yeah. So it almost didn't have to be said, but yeah, there's still something we have to say, right? So, what do we say? We say, up the irons. And it's called From the North. So, you are yeah, in a hurry, right? Yeah, I am in a hurry, but also, uh, 20th of November, we're doing a live podcast. True. At Gulavi Lennon Honinga. Swiftly approaching. Swiftly approaching. Approaching, uh, I think. Sadly, Anton here is not going to be there. Oh. Uh, but exactly. that's the kind of reasons I don't want to disclose because they will be in combat with our event. So, yeah. <laughs> look it up if you want to. Someone's band is playing. Anyway, I guess there will be enough um, Earth dogs out there for both our events on the 20th of November. Yeah. Ours is in Gulavi 2021. 20th of November. Yep. All right. So, what do we say? We say, up the irons. And it's called from the north. 